Welcome, everybody, to My Dumb Friends. Uh, today, uh, hey, are, we, we, are we in the house? We are in the house in right the house. now. Me and Sean Donnelly are in the house. Another L.A. edition. Uh, our guest who just almost burped up something. Um, I d- Me? Yeah. yeah I, thought, I didn't burp. Oh, I thought you put your fingers on your mouth, like... Oh, no, I just felt I, like maybe I, it wasn't time for me to talk yet. Oh, I thought, well, I burp all the times. Because <laughs> you're in a room with me, you, you know. put that on me. <laughs> Immediately. That is such projection. We were three seconds in. <laughs> well, I've already pissed off our guest. Uh, you, She's written on the Eric Andre show, the soup. She now is writes with me and not safe with Nikki Glazer. Lizzie Cooperman, everybody. Oh, thank you. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I say that all the time because Lizzie has heard me make like the most ghastly, ungodly noises in the writer's room. It's amazing, though. You're like a mus- You're like the Bobby McFerrin of like <laughs> guttural noises. Choking. <laughs> choking. I'm sorry. It's the incredible. stuff you've had to hear. Bobby McFerrin of choking. <laughs> <laughs> Dan will just out of nowhere be like, <laughs> it's amazing. It's a lot of onomatopoeias. Sometimes it's very poetic. There's a rhythm to it. It's musical. It's a nightmare. It's all the noises like that machine in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, oh my god, that's incredible. When he's in the tube, you mean Augustus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I, it. I didn't know his name. Augustus Gloop, really? Gloop. No, I, I'm sorry. I guess I. You're like I identified more. Was there another? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. the Olympus. That's all I know. Are you more of a Veruca Salt fan? <laughs> oh my god. I don't know Veruca Salt. I think I saw. I am going to a concert though, so that's oh, cool. Oh, what concert? Uh, Bruce Springsteen on Saturday. That's exciting. Oh, are you really? Yeah, I went to go. I bought two tickets to go see the River. There's, it's so much cheaper than in New York. So how much was it? Nice. It was like a hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, but yeah, that's good compared to like that's like three hundred at MSG a ticket. So yeah, so where are you going to it? At the Staples Center. Who are you me, going with? Me and Chris Convey, one of our bosses. Oh really? Yeah, he's a big I Bruce fan. I love band. that. Yeah, so we're gonna buy bandanas. Oh yeah, I can see that. Uh, we're gonna. I feel like, like he's Steve into Van like Zandt. classic. Classic you rock. You had yeah. me right up until the point you said bandana. I'm gonna buy <laughs> bandanas. We're gonna look like. People battling AIDS in the early nineties. You know, oh my God, that was that was too much. Uh, Lizzie Cooperman, guys. We, I was just talking about. There's some. There's some. First off, let me. I'm dealing with family drama. Yeah. First off, I get this. I get this letter now. I've had problems with people sending me, like. I've had problems with people sending me very threatening messages before. Really? Uh, Yeah. Very. People call my parents. One time based on my stand-up, one time based on, well, it was all stand-up oh, what related. What was the stand-up one? Well, I mean, I've had people say they're going to beat the shit out of me. I've, I had, like, like one thing in Washington, when I, when I did something with the Washington Post a year and a half ago, where I made fun of Ted Nugent, I had a lot of NRA nuts, like, tweet to kill myself. And I've also had, uh, I mean, I had stuff like, um, I mean, like, I, I had to call the FBI on somebody because he was sending me and a bunch of other comedians threatening messages, and I, I don't need to get into it. It was, it was a, it was, it was like, so I've been on edge with that kind of stuff, you know. Like, it's happened before, and I'm, I'm not saying it's like traumatized me, but it has made right. me like hyper alert. So on Friday, I get this, I get this envelope from Siesta Key. Fl- what is that? <laughs> Is that, it sounds I feel like, like you're like on a train having like a totally other like romantic <laughs> existence right <laughs> Sean, now. <laughs> Sean, we, we, do you hear that? It's me. Oh, Tom. When did Hi. you come in? 
I've been I've been here the whole time. Is this Tom Lewis? Tom the Lewis. Tom Lewis the Tom of Lewis. Gmail. I, <laughs> I can't believe it. Hi. You're so great with details. It's... You handled all the details. You told I me to park to... on Raleigh. Yes, I try to do my job. Dan always says I'm not doing my job, and it's just oh patently true <laughs> as usual. So, I mean, thank you for that right. validation. I appreciate Good, it. You're welcome. Well, you know, Tom. Um, Maybe you shouldn't be worrying about your kids' batting practice and about this podcast. <laughs> you ever think about that? I would. Th- I was thinking about it the whole time while I was bringing. Tom, it sounds like you're ball. inside an aquarium right now. The feedback. I'm in, I'm in a car. Oh my you, god! So you're driving your Is kids your in the car. car? Also, a sensory deprivation thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is your kid yes, in the yes. car? Yeah. Why, what's wrong with that? Well, it's not bad, but what if we curse or something or talk? About- you listen. He's in the yeah. car when I'm screaming at other drivers, so okay. we're we're fine. Well, first off, I just want to apologize to Tom's kid. I'm sorry. Me too. He, he, they, I have ear. I have earplugs in. He can't hear anything other than my brilliant one side of the conversation. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it sounds like a really fun trip home for him. He's like, and we're Ubering. <laughs> we're Ubering. <laughs> and there's an Uber driver talk of, talking about how he's trying to get his uh, nutrition business off the ground. Um, but anyway, all right, yeah. So I get this. I get this letter from Siesta Key, Florida. Right? Oh my God, Siesta Key. Okay. Which already sounds weird. And it sounds it's, like a made-up place. It sounds like it, a place from like a well. Oh, oh yeah, like a, it, like a 90210 type. Oh town, like right. It sounds, place yeah. Downtown. It sounds like a place you start over at. You know. It's actually a UPS package from Siesta Key, Florida. I'm like, that's weird. Somebody UPS this. I open the UPS, and then it's a letter inside, and that's from uh, the Easter Bunny Lane, and it's like on Egg Drive or some shit. What? I open it up, and I've had this before, and I read it. it goes, Hi, Daniel. It's the Easter Bunny. We've heard you've been uh, very good this year, so make sure there's some healthy treats for us, and we'll drop off your basket and tell your friend Alex we're coming to him next, too. It was really creepy. For, so for two days... And this I'm, was on your doorstep? No, this was in my mailbox. In your mailbox. And I was like, this is really creepy. I, 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 I then call my parents on Sunday, and they're like... Oh, yeah, we sent that. And I'm like, why oh. did you? And I'm like, this is like, why did you say the Alex thing at the end of it? Because they sound like like a threat. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, and then they're like, well, we sent you an Easter basket last year. And I'm like, no, you didn't. And also, I'm fucking 31. I don't need, like, now it's scary getting this type of shit. Just give me a present on Christmas. I don't need, like, a fucking Easter gift from you, a Valentine's <laughs> gift, a thing. Because right now, I just take that as a threat. Which also says something about me that like my immediate guard is up. That I'm like, don't send me a present unless don't sign don't sign a present as a fictional character. That's that's my thing. Like, like and for you, a poisonous nightgown. Yeah. So what, what are, they, are, they, are they off the grid? Why had they sent them from Florida? Yeah, I, well, I don't know why. It's like it's like getting message Happy Thanksgiving from the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> you know, it's really weird. It's a really weird thing to get. So my parents are already a little nutty. Yeah. I think I've talked about this before. I had an ex girlfriend who thought there was a ghost wolf that slept at the bottom of her bed that protected her. <laughs> Can you believe it didn't work That's... out, guys? Was she Native American? No, she was from Florida. <laughs> from Siesta Key. Yeah, she was from Siesta Key. <laughs> Wait, did you figure out the Siesta Key part of that? I don't know. My dad, they... no, my dad does stuff in Florida sometimes. He, I guess, plays down there. 
My dad's a playwright, so that's already why he's a fucking nut. He's doing plays and siestas. Well, I feel yeah, like that's probably like the Shangri-La of, of, of like <laughs> senior community theater. <laughs> like it doesn't theater. really exist. Well, he doesn't really do community theater, but uh, you know, he's he's a little bit a little bit high, he's higher than that level than that, but you know, it's still it's still you know, my, they're just so Here's the problem with parents. I mean, they fucking they're so used to you being in high school, like, and being irrational, because when you're, like, 13 or 14, you're doing irrational shit, you know? So then they've never lose. So when you bring up rational shit to them when they get older, they fucking don't understand. They're like, no, you're just being crazy again. And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking um, being crazy again. What do they think you're being crazy about? Everything. Every time I talk to my parents about something that's remotely critical, they're thinking I'm crazy. So, remotely critical they of... They set in their ways they don't want to change. Well, for instance, oh, they I bought see. a new house without selling their old one. Like, stuff like that where I'm just like, you can't fucking do that, you know? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, Dan. Ugh. Um, oh, my, fear, my fear with all of them is that they're underplaying everything. You know, like, that's my fear of my parents on a constant basis, is that, you know, they instilled in me a insane paranoia about everything in life. Um, so like, so uh, because they were fucking now they've lost all that paranoia. So they gave me this horrible gift of being nervous about them all the time, but they're fucking, they're, they just do stupid shit. They're just like, they, they're emotional people who, do, you know, like, and then because of that, when you're, when you're emotional, you end up reacting with other really emotional people. Like when you're emotional, stable, meaning like chaotic, chaotic, and kind of like sure, unhinged. Yeah, yeah, and and because of that, you know, it's natural. Like, you know, what you you attract similar situations. You know, uh, <laughs> me and, and me as as Lizzie appears in this room, <laughs> but you're actually, you know, like because for you're you know you're you're out there, but you're not chaotic. Mm. I will say that Thank about you. you. You know, I don't think that like you get enough credit for. I mean, in, even in our writers' room, you're. Like we said before, you're definitely not the. Mo- I'm way more oh, less right. emotionally stable than you. Yeah, yeah. Dan's a mess. <laughs> yeah, but can I say I'm really always impressed by like how punctual Dan is, and he's always prepared. Well, he's super professional. Very professional. Yeah. I'm really impressed by it. And when I told you that, Dan, you were like, "It's kind of an insult that you're oh, Dan. impressed by how professional I am." Well, I always assume that people just. <laughs> think i'm showing up like covered in blood being like i gotta get rid of all this i gotta get rid of all these raccoons or something but uh. that's like i think to me over the years i think that's an image you try to put forth because you like yeah. you'll like sometimes you'll do like prat falls like when we're walking oh, and like those aren't prat falls <laughs> they're not prat falls i've turkey jerky like sometimes I, i've i've tripped a ton of times in the writer's we room. have a sign up in the room that says a days since Dan has tripped, and it's at zero, and it will be for until the end of time. And on that's Friday, it can't be on, but on you know, serious. That's got that's not serious. Friday. I, I mean, I, I, it would be so desperate if I tried to. Okay, yeah, tell the Friday story. I really don't mean to trip. That's the thing. On Friday, <laughs> it he falls backward out of his chair often. But on Friday, we had like the magnum opus of falls <laughs> in which Dan leaned back in the chair, the back of the chair tipped back, and he did this kind of Michaela Maroney-esque like flip <laughs> backward. Michaela, almost Michaela like, Maroney. 
a gymnast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's a little, it's a dated reference. <laughs> but he did like a backflip out of the chair. Yeah. And it was... it was like, almost like you knew it was happening as it was happening. Yeah. And so you were kind of almost... Well, able here's to what control I thought. The like, grace I was, that? yeah, I was able. I flip. Here's what happened. Like, I knew it was tipping back, but I thought I would be able to just save myself, like being like, right, it's not going to tip back all the way, and I'll just be able to move. But I didn't realize that, like, it really wasn't going to support my way. So what started out as like me being funny halfway through turned into like a real fall, and <laughs> then like, and then like, because I was like, yeah, I'm leaning back, I'm doing like the fun lean back thing in a right. sitcom. But then it 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 it, it then it, it it gave away too much, but because it was still slow enough, my fall was in slow motion. So like my legs kicked up. Right. You know. Right. You're you are, you are a person of movement. <laughs> You're fluid, Dan. You are so fluid. fluid. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the Gregory Hines of falling. <laughs> guys, I gotta take a pee. I'll be right back. I'm okay. sorry. Lizzie and Sean and Tom, you guys can keep talking. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. So tell me about yourselves. <laughs> Wait, but you said you also you have a do- some dog story you talked about, right? Well, I've had like yeah, I've had a few I had Are two... you a dog person, first of all? You a big dog person? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I've had mixed experiences. I've had I've been in two relationships and I've been through four like boyfriend dogs. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I had a boyfriend who had a dog who was an, it was an angel dog with like a lung problem. And we Wait, had to, an an, what's an angel dog? Just the sweetest. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you might have like an wings angel. and it like. <laughs> it, it was, was a strange like, breed. It actually had a wheelchair. It's not a heart that it played all day. <laughs> um,. Yeah, it was really beautiful. We put that dog down. It was really sad. And then we tried to get oh. another dog together. But I think that was more like to save the relationship. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that you, Tom, with the... Uh-huh. Was that you? Yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. I'm, just, wow. I'm, I'm just trying to get a feel of your demeanor. Um, I'm, I'm, cal- I'm very calmly listening to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom does that. He wow, like you're like the anchor, sometimes. aren't you? I'm, Wait, I'm so... So you got another dog in the relationship. Oh, yeah. So uh, we, I, I like looked on this Pound's YouTube page and I was like, I am in love with this dog. They did like intro videos for each dog. Like it was like a dating service. And it was like, <laughs> and this dog, his name was Theo. And I had like dreams and I started like writing like free form, like prose about this dog. I was having like, <laughs> For it's some reason, some used dog. I think I it was the exactly <laughs> the dog completely became my muse. We drove to like Baldwin Hills to this pound, and we met the dog. And I know when I actually saw the dog, I think I was like slightly disappointed because it was kind of a little mangier than it was in the video. <laughs> 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 and it really I, was like a dating website. It was. And then Sorry. when I went and uh, I met the dog and I was like, okay, uh, this dog is not, you know, in my mind. But I had already like convinced my boyfriend that this was the dog I wanted. So I was like, I love this dog. And I was like, hold him. And like we were holding him in his skin, like had f- 
felt like it was he was made of like sandpaper. <laughs> oh my god! And oh. we're like, we'll take him. And he had like health problems and stuff. Oh jeez! So, but it was already like I had made it this thing like Theo, like our dog Theo. Um, and so we brought the dog home, and immediately problems. Like we took it outside, and it had this like. I don't know. It had what the some fuck kind was of... that in the back? <laughs> Did you some... hear that? Yeah, like some... that was like a car driving. Tom, by you made the sound of a dog, a growling. No, no, no. It was a, it's, you know, those stupid assholes in the pickups with the tires that are too big. That, oh my god! Know, the Trump, and the fucking Trump sticker on the back. That's You're what such that a drifter, was. Tom. <laughs> Your journey. I'm, no, I'm, I'm stationary now. I'm sta- I'm not moving. I'm right here. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. But you're still going on a journey. I'm listening. Well, it. yes. I just imagine like, <laughs> what that your son in the back just terrified with his eyes wide open, <laughs> sh- shaking, being like, "Dad, can you not podcast on the highway?" He's not. He's not in the car now. I kicked him out. Dad, can you not podcast during our father father son activities? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you haven't talked to us in weeks. He's and off he... eating a big bowl of ice cream right now. Wait, where? How we're, did we're all at, this? We're, we're at Pedrin's Dairy Bar in North Adams. Uh, it's open early this season. And, uh... So much has transpired since first we spoke. Is this we're, how we're things this happen together. for you? This is all, it's all good. It's all good. We're this... doing good. <laughs> tell, tell me more about this dog with the helmet. Oh, yeah, oh. sir. So we brought the dog home, immediately problems. It was, it would like dig and dig and dig and dig and dig. And I was yeah. like, something is psychologically off with this dog. We took it to the vet. Oh, then it started biting. And I was like, this is not good. And I, I feel like that was what kind of like began the breakup. Like my boyfriend and dog, I started yeah. to. Yeah. This we, is the last breakup? We started dealing with it differently. No, this was like a while ago. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. But um, this was like two boyfriends ago. Yeah. Um, he's happily married now. I, no. would have loved, I would love to have been in that pound. He's a lovely person. <laughs> yes. I would love to have been in that pound after you guys left and they just broke out the champagne. And then it's just uh, like, yes, they're like, Theo's gone. <laughs> we got rid of Theo. Someone fell for it. <laughs> it was not like, a good situation. And so I was like, we can't keep this dog. And he's like, well, we can't just bring it back to the pound. Like, so we had to like call these pe- you know, all these dog people. Yeah. Who were like, well, don't you want to take the time to train the dog and help the dog? And we kind of said, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. But we were like, okay, we that might, you know, be something we have to take into consideration. So what we did was we bought all these supplies for the dog. I think we had like a little cage for it. No. Yeah, yeah. A oh little pen, a pen, sorry. Or what is it? Oh yeah. It's a crate. It's a crate. A crate. Yes, right. thank yeah. you. I'm like we had a cell for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um and we brought it to the to a nicer place and we were like if no one comes to adopt this dog, we will take it. If they do adopt this dog, look what else they get. Like, <laughs> look at all these other prizes they get with this dog. Right. And I guess somebody did come to pick up the dog. So he. There we go. There you go. Maybe has a home now, unless someone else had buyer's remorse. Oh, that dog's dead. But uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, that dog ended up dead some way. Heart attack. 
But you you just told me this story is fucking nuts on Thursday. I feel like chaos comes to you too. Hmm. Like that what happened at your a, apartment? That's so poetic, Dan. <laughs> what was that? So that happened at your apartment a couple days ago. That crazy oh, apartment yeah. story. Can you yeah. talk about that? Sure. Uh so I have this neighbor who sits outside. Um, yeah. I live in this apartment complex. There's this older Armenian woman who sits outside, kind of rocks back and forth, and she's always like, Lucy, Lisa, Lucy, Lisa. <laughs> she thinks is my, that's my name. Yeah. And she's always like, take me to Joe's. One day you take me to Joe's. She wants me to drive her to Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also, at one point, like, was like, I'm in so much pain. By the way, I really liked her up until... The other night, I was like, "She's You're nice." Like, this, the way she says she's in so much pain is kind of charming in a weird way. <laughs> well, there's something like warm and matriarchal about her, and she once like let me bake a cake in her oven when my oven wasn't working. So I kind of, you know, I f- feel some amount of like affection Kinship, toward her. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, she also at one point uh, lifted up her shirt. I guess she had had surgery. Oh. And- with no warning, she was just like, I'm in so much pain. And then she just lifted up her shirt and, like, revealed uh, her bare breasts. Was there, like, marks oh all God. over the breasts? There was a cut above. And I don't, Jeez, I don't know I didn't what know she's... I was going to get hard during this I'm podcast. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, cut that in post. Cut, cut that, that in post. <laughs> okay, so, anyway, I'll just cut this. So, I'm at home. I hear my doorbell ring. I think it's a different neighbor, and I open the door, and it's her, and she's standing there in this black and gold T-shirt that says limited edition on it. And she's like, emergency, emergency. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And she's like, drive, drive, drive to Edgemont, drive. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm, like, hurrying to get dressed. I come out of my bedroom, and she's on my cell phone yelling at somebody. I'm like, why is she on my phone? <laughs> oh my god! She's plopped down in my ergonomic task chair <laughs> in my apartment. Like she's never been in my. You know when someone you don't know like enters your space, and I'm yeah. kind of a private person. person. Like I don't have parties. I'm kind of like, you know. Yeah. Like you, Sean. Just kidding. I don't know. Yeah. Um, exactly like you, Sean. Uh, so she was like, "Drive, drive." So she was on she was on the phone for a half hour. She told me to drive. We get in my car and she's like, hurry, hurry, hurry. And she's waving her arms around. I'm like, I don't know where we're going. Where do you need to go? So she's like, left, left. She tells me to turn left. Then she's like, right, right. And she's waving her arms around in this crazy, like frenzy. Right. I try to switch lanes and I almost get into a car accident. And in my mind, it was like so much was happening at once that I thought maybe I did hit that person, but I didn't right. feel it. Right. So I pull over in the car with this my neighbor, and this guy, the guy I almost hit, pulls to the side as well. He gets out of his car. We get out of the car, and he starts yelling, emergency, emergency. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening right now? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't think I hit you. And then oh my, my neighbor gets out of the car, starts yelling at him, and it was just like this huge ball of chaos that oh I was suddenly God. like, there's no reason for any of this. Yeah. I didn't hit your car. No one's having a real emergency <laughs> that I know of. I don't know. Maybe that guy was, but... <laughs> If so, he didn't explain himself very well. So then we get English back. English wasn't was his second language. Yes, English was his second language yeah. as well, and he had a passenger in his car too. 
So it's another crazy. I feel like this, this story. Like, These guys are just like abducting us. <laughs> I feel like this story is like all just something that happened in my mind on a certain level. <laughs> uh, so she's she's like, we get back in the car and she's like, drive, 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 and she's making all these phone calls. She tells me to pull over, and I'm like, phone okay. calls on your phone, right? Yes, she's alternating actually between my phone and her phone. <laughs> We park in this driveway, and she's. I recorded part of it, which I was like, I just need to remember this so I can look back and be like, yes, this did happen. <laughs> this was not a fever dream. <laughs> and we, we're sitting there forever, and I'm like, is anyone coming out? Are you going in? But she doesn't yeah. really understand English, so she was just like, on the phone. And I took my phone from her, and I looked... And the numbers she was dialing on my phone were like six two nine four seven three one zero four nine six seven. Like they were long sequences oh of numbers with no corresponding area codes or anything. Oh my god! So crazy. And I'm like, who was she calling? I never heard a voice on the other right. end. She possibly was calling no one. There was no one at the house we went to. How old is she? Do you think this was like dementia? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. This seems like a dementia thing. I think she's about 80 years old. Yeah, that seems oh like a dementia God. thing. So we sat there for so long. So I was like, and I was like, do you want to get out of the car? I almost just told her to get out because right. I thought maybe she was going to see somebody and I would have just yeah. left her in the middle of nowhere. But instead, I took my phone from her. I was like, these are not real numbers. I don't know who you're calling right now. I was trying to understand. And I said, Tamara, we're going home. Yeah. And she goes, okay, okay. Just like that. After all that, like. She just calmed down. She just that said, seems okay, like a dementia okay. thing. Like she was then, okay, she's she's now mm -hmm. a little lucid. Do you, have you seen her since then? I have. And what is it like now? Is it like when you have like a weird one night stand with somebody? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like, what? Oh my God. You know, like, what is this? That's It is like that because I, I feel like we're not friends anymore. Right. I don't want to see her. Now I kind of resent her. I feel like she duped me in a way. Right. You know, like, no, I think I cared about her and she used me. I think her <laughs> cognitive abilities duped her. Yeah. <laughs> duped her. And You're then right. you and then you I'm glad you said that because I actually was like, I didn't know. It seems like a dementia thing. Wow. It really does. Okay. Like if she's that older, I don't know. And, and and I've seen the video. I think it's a dementia thing. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. What video? What do you mean? <sighs> well, I mean, like it, we work together. So Lizzie showed me the video. Oh, 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 I think, okay. So yeah. I, I think it's a dementia thing. We also live in a weird, I mean, LA's so weird, and you and me live close to each other. I know. And I mean, just, it's like, it's also, it's Little Armenia and Thai Town at the same time, and mm -hmm. oh, okay. it, it's such homogeneous cultures, and, and you know, there's a lot a lot of things that are awesome about it, but I don't, you know, like, there just are, are certain things you don't fucking understand if right. somebody's speaking another language. You don't know what's going on there, you know? Yeah. So... I think you did the right thing. I mean, I, I would have definitely driven her too. I mean, I know like right. there's a debate. I know, and everyone was like, "Why didn't you just tell her to call nine one one?" And it's like because I kind of knew her. Like, right, the fact that she had shown me to like her scars and all that. Like, I just felt closer to her. Right, in of a course. way, like, yeah. Wow, this person really wants someone to. But I think that's that's what happens because you have a lot of empathy. So you sometimes, you know, because of that, you <laughs> open the door. And you some, open the door. And, and now what is going on, Tom? And you let love in. Tom, what is going on now? I didn't do any. What, what is that Are sound? Are you raking? We hear raking. 
Wait, this? Was it that? No, but that's even crazier. That sounds like a pig. What, what is this? Is that what it was? <laughs> no, I don't know. It sounds like a worse version of the first thing we heard. It was says that. Spoon. What is that? It was. There's. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just. I'm sitting. I'm not moving. Nothing's moving. Ta- Sean, is that you? No, I put on the dog's collar. Was it that? Oh no, yeah. that's the dog's collar. There were other stuff going on. I think it's maybe Lizzie's it, a medium. I feel like I think her I think her neighbor is like a, a gypsy sorcerer and is doing yeah. these things. Gypsy, I, I got mm. in trouble for saying gypsy in front of Guy Brianum, so I try not really? to Yes, yeah, so serious? Yeah, he started like posting all these like history of how hard I mean gypsies have had it pretty hard apparently, but mm. he started posting I'm, it on my wall. I'm, I'm I'm half Hungarian, I can say gypsy. So. You are? Yes. It's your I word. Am a little bit too. You are too, so oh, I'm the only ooh, one nice. here not allowed to say it. I can say Mick. That's about it. <laughs> Which isn't even. You can like... say Cracker too if you want. I can say Mick Cracker. I can say Kraut. I can say Frog. Is that it? Is that all? Oh, are you French? Say? Yeah. <laughs> to Frog. So. That's well, about I, it. Why you part Frog? Is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm part Frog. I do make noises like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> I do do that. Well, that's some crazy craziness. Sean, do you attract that kind of stuff? Look, with crazy people, I you know what it is? Not I have, really. No. Not to that point. I feel like that's L.A. in a way. I feel like in New York, a lot of what happens is, like, you stay away from the craziness. Like, we have a yeah. guy on the corner of my block that, like. Oh, I know that guy. I never had, like, a, a, I used to a, live a near field Sean. trip with him. But if he, if you, like, if you get caught talking to him, he'll, he segues any conversation to his dead wife. And he'll tell you about her for an hour oh, and a half. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So he'll sit there so and he'll go, tell us like about her. My <laughs> wife and, I, and I'm like, Ugh. oh Jesus! To the point where that's why I understand why you resent this woman now because at first I was like, oh, this is great. This guy's like a, a peek into the history of the neighborhood because he's been here since like the 50s. He like right. grew up on my block. And then after a while, I'm like, shut the fuck up! I don't care. Right? Yeah, you can only you know. You get oh, you find yourself getting like frustrated. I find myself I... too. I think I've pushed people away because I've used people way too much as like a garbage disposal of like here are all my problems. Yeah, and it's something I'm working on in therapy right now. Yeah, but it's one thing like you you're aware of it. You're yeah. aware of when it, you're when it's running thin. Like this guy is just pathologically every day, no matter doesn't who comes uh, doesn't by. matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Doesn't people matter. Like that. You don't. You don't. Even, and he doesn't wow. even realize. It's like one of those things where it's like he doesn't care who it is. It's not like he's like, oh hey, there's Sean. I'll say hello to Sean. It's like right. I know saying, what Sean does. Oh, another person that can hear my bullshit about my dead wife. Right. I need to move. You. you well, you've <laughs> been wanting to move every. I have to move. Lizzie starts other... singing songs in the writers' room about how she wants to move. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm also moving, I'm moving to Queens, baby. By the time this, yeah. Yeah, all right. I don't, actually don't know if I can There's say this, it, like, so. guy in my apartment. I think he's probably, like, 22 years old. I think he works at the observatory. Yeah. But I'll get out of my car, and he'll just kind of be standing in the darkness of the bushes, and he tells me who died. What? I'll be like, did you know Robin Williams died? I'll be like, a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> He's like, just like this young slender man who smokes. Cigarettes. Wait, like like the slender man? Yes, the slender man. Yeah, exactly. Dude, you 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 attract a lot of weirdos. I don't a lot know. of weirdos. <laughs> Those are very weird stories. Yeah, I I feel well, like you know, it's also with women. I think with women hmm. it, it's hard because guys, when it comes to guys, they're constantly trying to talk to you on some level. Yeah. What, what and do that's you mean? Where you get like, the weirdness from because they're just like some guys are just weird. Like that guy just sounds like he's trying to 
not hit on, maybe not hit on you per se, but like make conversation. Yeah, like, it seems really awkward. Yeah, he yeah. Nobody, nobody gives a shit about us because you know we're the ones That's... trying to do the the banging. There's a book. <laughs> Jesus, Sean. It's almost like he's trying to find something to bond over. Like, there's this book called The Gift of Fear. Have you heard of it? It's by Gavin DeBecker, who used to work for the CIA. And no. he talks about, like, oh. one of the things, like, people do in order to manipulate a situation. It's called teaming. So you'll be like, wow, we have a long wait for the bus today. We have a long time to wait. Saying we immediately... Oh, grouping you in with this Yes, thing. yes. And that's to like, that's like manipulation, yeah. you say? Yeah, That's one oh, form wow, of that's manipulation. Creepy. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's almost like cold reading, but with people in conversations. Like, yes. we, we, we need to do something about this body. We need to do something. <laughs> Are we talking about my body? Because I've been working on it, Tom. <laughs> you actually look you. great, Dan. Thank you very much. I did. Uh, I, uh, I have a salad in my say, bag. But I have to take off, guys. I'm sorry. Already? What? Yeah, I have to. I have to take the dog out and feed the dog, and then go to uh, Comedy Cellar. Oh my right. gosh! Well, Sean, how exciting! Very lovely. I'm so sorry, Lizzie. But thank you so much. I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, I'll see miss you later. You. Bye. Bye. I'll miss Bye. you too. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. Is Sean gone now? Wow. So we can talk shit about him. Tom, are you still there? I, I very much am. Dan. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. We at least have one person. Tom, what's your life like? <laughs> we already go into it. Too really? Much. Yeah, I'm yeah, sick it's... of Tom's life. You are? Yeah. We we talked about it last episode. Did we? Okay. But yeah, we talked about your whole mocha fest. Yeah, I did. A, I had a comedy festival this weekend. That's that's not my life. That's, I mean, it's one of the All things right, I Tom. do. All right, Tom. Oh, my God. Give us your top emotional thing you're going through right now. Um... Top emotional thing going through right now. Uh, a, a, a huge project hanging over me that I'm dreading. But that's like work stuff. Yeah, like what we're talking about outside of work. Like what do you yearn for, Tom? Uh, what do I yearn for? Uh, acceptance as an artist. Oh. You're supposed to say happiness for your kids, you selfish prick. <laughs> you've, you've spent... You, this whole time we've been I've been driving my kid around for happy his happiness. Tom, I we, think you should do that. I think you should do the artist's way. Okay. But, Let's come up on our podcast. Lori Kilmartin brought that up on oh, our really? podcast. Oh really? I yeah. just started doing it again. Is it good? I love it. I we accept you as an artist, Tom. I know. Like yeah, you are the you you are two of the maybe five people on the one hand on my one hand that do. What kind what of the art other do you want to be? There's uh, nothing. <laughs> What's your medium? Uh, I I do comedy. I do video things. Oh, cool. Um, I did a drawing the other day. Lizzie does drawings. She draws Oprah yeah. every night. Oh, wow. That's I drew cool. two the other night. I do, like, large kind of pastel drawings of her. Not all great. I tried doing a gouache last week, and it didn't turn out so good. But <laughs> What is a gouache? <laughs> It, well, it's, it's like a opaque watercolor. Like, oh. it's kind of the same, but, you know, you can layer it like... I thought you were, like, it was going to be a vegetable. <laughs> no, no. It's it's like you lay you can layer it like oil paints, but it's 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 more... It's it's uh, like, like watercolor-based, but opaque. Wow. It sounds like a metaphor for who you are. <laughs> yes. Oh, you, yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I was drawn to it. Mm. 
Well, Dan. Sounds horrifying, Tom. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Dan, what are you what are you wanting right now? I think you know me pretty well. I, mean, I do. But I know? love talking about it with you because I feel like we are kind of in sometimes the same emotional. Well, I feel like that. with our because it's you, me, and Benji who yeah. we, we each I said this before, Benji Aflo also writes for the show. We each have like good days and bad days. Like right. one of us will have a bad day and the other people will prop that person up. But yes. I was in kind of a mood on Friday for sure. Yeah, I remember that. I was it was a good week, but the Friday I, I was in a mood. Yes. So um What happened? I think I was like uh, the night before I had like uh, I mean like I had like a weird uh well first off warm up is stressful, right? But it went well. And then afterwards, I went and met up with a girl, and it was just really awkward. Um, I so. feel like my story about my neighbor is like what happens to you with women. Like people knock on your right. door, create chaos, and then leave, and you're like, "What it's the fuck?" It's something I'm working on with my therapist for sure. He's like, "Did you did what? you do a set on the West Side that night?" On Friday night, I did a on, set at the comedy store. No, on on Thursday. No, Thursday I warmed up our show. I don't do. Um, I don't do shows on. Uh, I want to say anymore. how amazing you were. Unfortunately, I missed it, but I know that you were phenomenal you were because everyone said that. Yes, I um, went and slept in a dressing it, it room. Was, uh, it was. It was. It was fun, but um, yeah, it was just. It was just kind of stressful. So I'm still exhausted today. So do you think it was the girl that caused you to crash? Uh, yeah. You know, I I actually probably tell the story on on Nikki's podcast tomorrow because it's a sex one, but. Yeah, I think that, like, I, I just think that I get wrapped up. <laughs> so check out the other podcast I do, guys. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I think. You bastard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I got to save enough stories for each one. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I think I get I get a little overwhelmed. Um, but I don't know. I'm tapped out. Like, you know, like, fr- like uh, Friday night, for instance, I was supposed to meet up with a girl. And I just t- text her. I'm like, I don't really want to do this. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm exhausted. Can we do it tomorrow night? And then she got kind of annoyed, which rightfully so. But but, why? but then the next why night, I was like, "Can we do next night?" To. And then she didn't text me back. So I think it was like, "Hey, here's a tit for a tat," sort of thing. But I don't care anymore. I'm not like I, I've transitioned to that other thing. I used to be like really bummed out about girls, and then I was I was I had like a year where I was hooking up with people a lot right after my relationship. But now I've kind of gotten this other thing where I'm just like, "Fuck you," you know what I mean? Like right. if you don't if you don't like it, then fucking move on. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I do feel that professionally things are going well, but my personal life is kind of hollow. Yeah, know? I feel like it's kind of that vacillating between wanting casual stuff and wanting a relationship. Like, right from an outsider perspective, that's what I would guess is like right. that you're trying to figure out which one is for you right now. Right, and because of that, it's like this year it's been like you know 2016. I think I've I've hooked I've I've I've, I've hooked up with like two or three girls but it's it hasn't been like i haven't been my like uh so i guess that still was a lot for like almost like two and a half months but i don't know i i haven't been like fucking like really pursuing people like i used to you know just because i don't have like do you think if you hooked up with more people you would feel better right now i think there's a medicinal thing with when you have sex you just feel better yeah but, um yes. but no i i think that would fade pretty fast i think um I think right now in a couple months maybe I'll meet. It's hard to meet people out here, you know what mm. I mean? Um, yeah. And, uh, Tom, what do you do? What is that? That's funny. Today, Nothing. oh yeah. I heard scraping and it stopped. He's eating soup. Maybe 
It's a very, yeah, it's a very uh, high friction. I feel like you're mainlining trail mix right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I am. Do you hear that? Yeah. I feel like there's ghosts. In. But anyway, I'm fine. I'm actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, like, well, life is uh, just a wonder. I know. <laughs> I'm happy to be a part of it. Do you hear that, too? Yeah. It's ZD. You're eating. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not eating anything. Then what is that? Why does it sound like a fucking woodland creatures are foraging? Well, God damn it! I'm in the Berkshires. But you're in your car. Well, do you have like a gerbil village in your car? I'm still in the Berkshires. No, gerbils would not survive here. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! That's the most foreboding way you could have said that, Tom. <laughs> what That's was your the... gouache of? <clears throat> it was of uh, uh, Emmy Emmy Award winning. Uh, comedy writer David Feldman. Oh, oh, yeah, David. Yeah, I know David. He was nice. on the show. He's coming to the Berkshires to do a show next month. Really? Yes. He was one of the first comedians I ever met in my life. And I went backstage and I was like, I want to do this. And he goes, Is there anything else you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Maybe I could be a playwright. And he was like, Then do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. Did you know you? Yeah, because I've seen like, here's my question, because you do. Um, I saw the one performance you did where you were under a blanket and then you just like crawled up generally. Have you what's like because like <laughs> what? Well, OK, it was like yeah. to this song Blue Bayou and me and my friends hid under these Roy sheets Orbison and song. we didn't move. Yeah. Or actually it was. Uh, Who was it? Oh, God, I can't remember. It was a female. Have you ever had a thing where. You've, you're like, this is going to fucking... Because we talk about, like, like real big mistakes on stage right, sometimes right. a lot. Have you ever won? You're like, this is this is so brilliant. And then you get out and oh. halfway through, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? I, yes. Yeah. I did a taping. Like, I was trying to make a CD. And I was like, I'm going to add in this thing I, <laughs> where I get shot. <laughs> it was so great. It was like... I was like, and this is going to be like, you know, I had this idea and yeah. I was like, I'm just going to put it in. And while the bit was happening, I kind of was like, in my mind, this isn't working. And I had that feeling where you're kind of like, feel like you're sweating on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, but I had like planned for it. I had a costume. I had gunshot sound effects. Oh, my God. And it was Whoa. all like a Lost reference. But it was when the show Lost was popular. Oh god! And it just broke up the whole thing, you know. So you just bailed on it. Kind of, yeah. What was the theory behind you being shot? I don't remember. It was like some some other monster on the island. I can't remember, but it ended with being shot. But it was like during a stand-up set. But you know what though? Bill Hicks ended on that because and and his whole premise on that was like. Hey, you know, because he talked about, I think in that special, he talked about JFK getting assassinated. And he's like, everyone who tells the truth gets assassinated. And that's like the point he was making was like, he gets shot, you're a gunshot. And it's like, this guy told too much truth. It was like the most annoying, <laughs> oh fucking self indulgent thing. I mean, Bill Hicks is great, but he has some stuff where you're just like, dude, get the fuck over yourself. Jesus. Yeah. You're a comedian. No one gives a shit. It's like so much of like what happens in your mind. Has that ever happened? You were like, oh my God, I can see this in my mind. And then when I, you know, make the attempt for, to materialize it, to bring it to life. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've had that. that. It's like Everyone's every, had that. Yeah, because everything is so fleeting. Like every because well, there's no there's no like I loved it when I started. That. I guarantee failure of anyone who does stand up when I started was a guy. He I won't say his name, but uh, he would you know he would talk like there was a formula to everything you would do up there. And in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe this guy's right, you know. But no, of course he's, and now he's not a working comic because there's right. no fucking formula, dude. A lot of it is still, I am stumbling in the dark. It's like right. that line in Spotlight that leaves. I can't believe I'm. Oh my god, the, I love it. I love that you remember the line. But you know, he, he does a whole thing about how like a lot of us we're just kind of stumbling in the dark, you know. And I think like stand up is that where it's like. You know, that's why, you know, like when we write on our show, we everyone has kind of like uh, intense opinions right. uh, because no one really fucking knows, you know what I mean? Like how something's going to work out, yeah. you know? So we're all like doing our best to figure out, is this bit going to work here, you know? And so, you know, um, and, right. I, and I feel like that that's every artistic project, you know? And I'm not saying that we're like yelling at each other like it's like we're in a scene and fucking boiler room right. or something but like you know i think that that's every artistic process mm -hmm. where you know ultimately nobody fucking knows you know right until you're on stage and you never know until the stakes are as high as they can possibly be yeah which isn't which is kind of crazy it's so true and sometimes it's just your mindset that makes it either yeah work or not work oh yeah right? if i'm in a good mood i used to beat myself up for this i'm like man if i'm in a good mood i usually do really well on stage mm. And I'm like, why can't I just be in the good mood all the time? Because like, you're fucking human, dude. Right. And if you get up enough, you're going to have nights where it's you don't want to It's like, would get you want to do well every night? Yeah. Really? <laughs> With new stuff, yeah. If it was the same bit every time, no. I would I would rather take the right. gamble. But, you know, that's what I'm addicted to, ultimately. As much as I want to say, right. like, I'm addicted to, you know, like, I'm addicted to that first new laugh. I like creating something and it working, but I'm also addicted to laugh. Like, if I bombed ten times in a row, I would quit stand-up comedy. For sure. Interesting. I think, I think so. You know? Yeah. Like what five, are you playing with? Oh, A straw. Sorry. I love, no, I love it. There's a cup with a bottle inside of it. There's a what? Oh, there's, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, You always say I move too much, right? I feel... <laughs> No, I don't think you move too much. I think you move a lot. And sometimes <laughs> I look at you and I feel like Where? you think that I'm criticizing you. In the writer's room. I move a lot. He moves a lot. A lot. He's very much. sculptural with his things, like straws, <laughs> napkins. Like yeah. everything gets taken in by you. And moves. Pens change. Yeah, things yeah. change shape. I, I'm a you're black a sculptor hole. And you're <laughs> a sculptor. I'm an artist. <laughs> I am the artist's way. You are. Um, it just sounds, let's say... sounds really annoying. <laughs> Dude, you say annoying? We've literally heard the entire animal kingdom throughout your fucking feed this entire <laughs> session. There's like a new strange sound every time you talk. <laughs> Tom, if you could have one thing happen to you in the next five minutes, what would it be? One thing happened to me in the yes. next five minutes? Yes. Sweet death. Um, uh, a, uh, um, a, a really nice phone call. From oh. somebody oh my god that's so i love like, it i have this here's a great opportunity and yeah we you're you know something like a a, a life affirming or like this is a good thing or something that's one of my yeah, favorite like adjectives by the way life affirming i feel like i'm gonna call you with a fake british accent after this and be like tom you just booked the tonight show Actually, Mark Norman did that to Michael Lawrence once. 
And he totally Mike fucked Lawrence. him up. Okay, did I tell you about this? Someone no. at this wedding I was at was I saw him yesterday. talking about Mike Lawrence, and I thought they were talking about Martin Lawrence. <laughs> and we had just been talking about Martin yeah. Lawrence. You're he... like, I can't. I, I, I always thought Martin Lawrence could wear a shirt that fits. I don't know. <laughs> what was the Martin Lawrence thing that happened at work? Didn't he, like, Oh, that's right, about... yeah. Oh, we wrote uh, this sketch called uh, it, It's it's In-Ear Porn Stars. It's online. Uh, it did pretty well, but... Basically, uh, Nikki Glaser and Kyle Kinane feed crazy things for porn stars to say while they're having sex. Uh, Thank you, sir. Uh, And uh, and Martin Lawrence loved it, I guess, and tweeted it out. And he's like, you got to ask me to do it the next time, which we should do. But so then I was at this wedding and someone was like, yeah, Mike Lawrence, blah, blah. blah." And I was like, that is so crazy. Like, I felt like it was some kind of synchronistic thing that eventually. I will meet Martin Lawrence, and he will hold the key. I would love to see Mike and Martin Lawrence as a comedy <laughs> duo. <laughs> it's like, oh, motherfuckers. And he's like, Batman, Batman. Um, Dan, uh, what would you have happen in the next five minutes if you could have anything your heart desired? Um, honestly, a jolt of energy, because I'm writing after this, so I got to, like, wait. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I, did the, I did the least creative Ooh. answer to that. A Red Bull. Well, what would you? I feel like this is just a. What would you have happen? Jump off a diving board into a pool. Whoa. Yeah. Yes, I need. What's to it have... like to always be in Garden State? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I feel like that would. That would wake you up. That would reinvigorate you. I feel like that would be, the thing in order to convey the feeling what right if you now. jumped into the off the diving board into the pool and then that old lady was just waiting for you at oh the my bottom? <laughs> in a like, black oh, t-shirt lizzie, that says limited yeah, edition yeah. On it. I lizzie don't help me help me lizzie the limited edition the words limited edition for some reason yeah. seemed like they were pulled from a dream for me what's the craziest dream you've ever had oh uh i write down a all lot right of my dreams. okay well we got to stop just a second Okay. Tom, it seems like you are trudging through snow. I am not doing any. I'm. I'm did you hear that still. too? Yeah. It's. I, it <laughs> seems like you're cross country skiing right now during this podcast. I wish there's no snow. It's all gone. We have nothing. <laughs> He's it's, like walking the, through the snow and eating an enchilada. <laughs> I'm. It, I. I don't know what is wrong. A lot. Dan, yeah. you tell me your last dream that you remember. I, I don't really have any good ones. That's why I asked you. I, oh. I, I mean, from back in the day. I have, I have some in here. Oh, you write them down. Yeah, I write them well, down. Well, give me your craziest one. Well, I don't remember them, really. What is uh, what's the last dream you had? I actually, well, I'll tell you. Um, okay. But do it, you, Tom, do you really hear that? Empty. I... No, I'm perfectly still. I'm not moving anything. I, I can't. I what can, is it? I can't. What, what do you think? Oh, are the windows down? No. No, I don't I know what it I'm is. I'm not then. even breathing. I'm I mean, now it's breathe. fine. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to give you shit, Tom. I'm just saying it sounds like you're in an echo chamber sometimes. I'm. It's everything is so still here. You know what though? I still remember this dream that I had in mm-hmm. kindergarten that. Um, I went to hell and it was Target, but you could buy boys there. Oh my god! <laughs> and it like was buy like boys, steaming like, hot. In do you Target. mean like in a sense of like as like a young girl, you want like a boyfriend, uh-huh. not like, not like sex trade little boys. <laughs> no, it was like as a young girl. Right. This kid Brandon, 
you had a crush on Brandon. Kevin, I could like choose, but it was Kevin like and Brandon. There was like fire everywhere. You were a boy crazy. Yeah, I was. Who did you pick, Kevin or Brandon? I chased Kevin. I had a really mature relationship in nursery school with someone named Nathan Olson. (laughs) How was it mature? And we, okay, I used to go to his, uh, to his house after school, and we would pour Kool Aid onto this Kool Aid tray and slurp it together until we were kissing in nursery school. We would start on opposite ends and put our mouths on it and go. And then in the middle, we would just like kiss and kiss. And we were too young to be doing that, I think. I mean, I don't know if too young. I I mean, you hear stories like kids who are four end up having sex just because they don't know what it is, you know? I remember we. I know because I've (laughs) taped it several times. (laughs) No. No, I haven't. Uh, Um, I have to edit that out now. No, you don't. Yeah. Did you, were you like that when you were little? I kissed, I think I kissed, uh, I, I, I think I kissed girls, mm. like, one or two. But I remember nothing... having so much, like, shame. Like, I remember kind of going between, like, feeling really proud. Well, the worst thing you could do with a kid when it does something like that is make them feel total shame over it, I think. You've got to, like, be mm. like, hey, this happened. It's inappropriate. You didn't do anything wrong, but you can't right. do it again. Because then that'll give them a whole fucked up sexual hang up forever, right? Or they'll be ashamed of their body. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna be. I a, don't know. I feel like I have no idea how it goes. No one cared that I was doing that. I don't think. I guess I was just projecting my own shit onto you. Yeah. Well, how'd I turn out? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Did you hear that sound again? That was yeah. the. It's the four by four people. It's. Uh, <laughs> that was your stomach. I'm not gonna bring it up anymore. I apologize, Tom. Just the demographic, a hateful demographic. Are you at a Trump this is rally? Like the movie, he's like in the movie Wild right now. <laughs> Tom dies at the end of this podcast. It happens during most episodes. Um, Not to ruin Wild for anyone. What's the... Um, oh, no. Is have you had movie? a... What's the oddest sexual experience you ever it's had that you can wild. talk about? Like the weirdest hookup. The what's worst... the one with, where the guy's in the snow? That's it's not wild. Uh, that's wild as the Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. What's the... Alive? No. The one where... Where isn't it called? No, it's a it's it's similar to that. It's the one where the guy he graduates high school and he goes on this expedition right and he dies. In the, yeah, yeah, in Alaska or whatever. Yeah, do you know who I'm talking? It's the movie that Sean Penn directed. Yeah, it has the word wild in it, right? In into the wild, into the wild. Yes. Thank, okay. you. Thank you. All right, all right. So, anyway, what's the uh, what's the dumbest hookup you've ever had? You don't really classify the dumbest that way. Hookup? Well, yeah, we, we talk about it sometimes. Yeah. I've had some that I've been like, why am I here right now? Yeah, what was uh what was one of those you could talk about? Uh uh I've changed my mind. Has that ever happened to you where you're like Yeah. Well, not for guys really. You go into something and then you're like, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the dumbest hookup. The dumbest. Uh Wow, I have a lot of like images floating floating through my <laughs> head right now. One. Yeah. I mean We don't have to talk about it. Okay. I mean, I know I have one, but I don't I can't place it right now. But I feel like any situation where you just find yourself like I mean, I've like been making out with someone and suddenly being like, Oh my god, I don't want this. Like yeah. realizing 
Just that weird thing where your whole, like my friend once made out with this guy and she had a, an allergic reaction to him. Oh my God. She was dating him and she was like, but every time I kiss him, suddenly my tongue like swells up and becomes like prickly. Oh my God. And yeah, that's her body I feel thing. like I have that emotionally with people where I'll be like, oh my God, like I'll see something in someone. And then I'll that's be drawn it. to them. And then, yeah, but I know. I I normally probably would never fully consummate my connection with that person. Because of the consummate. <laughs> you know? We shared energies. Yeah. But I've definitely. At a Motel 6. I'm sure that has, that's happened to you before. Where you've been like, oh, I don't know if I want to be here right now. Oh, I, it has happened. Yes, it Yeah. Has. Where that's yes, usually what that, it is. Yes, that has happened. And you know what? I will say this. Um, you're, you know, like the, the person got very annoyed, actually. Really yeah. upset when I didn't want to. Hook up. I think I've talked about it in this podcast before, but um, you know, here's the thing: is they're right to get upset. I'm right to say I don't want to do this, and mm-hmm. uh, and then you just end with a with a bad experience mm-hmm. for the most part. Or I don't, a handshake. I don't understand L.A. attract. This is something I, I guess we can talk about this. Like for instance, what you know this person, but I asked out somebody over a week ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I won't say who, and they said no, and I I, t- I was like, oh, it's okay, yeah, no worries. Um, she's like, I want to just be friends. I'm like, okay, have a great weekend, you know? Right. I, she, um. <laughs> okay, have a great weekend. Sure. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, like, you know, right. here's the, th- I, I'm like, you know, I took the, you know, anyway. And then since then, she's been messaging me a lot and like, and like a couple times, you know, mm-hmm. since then. And I'm not sure if it's, if it's because she's like, either one, she like really wants to make things cool. Right. Which is totally fine. We're, we're totally cool. Wants to be friends, which I think is a little weird because, like, and I think the person's great and talented, but I can't, you can't entrap someone into a friendship after they reject you. Or the third option, they're actually, like, I didn't think this was an option, but it's been enough times now where I'm like, oh, this person could actually be attracted to me and they didn't want to say it. I say this without knowing who this is. Yeah. I think that it sounds like this person is really codependent because yeah. she's saying, I don't want that, but please don't hate me. She needs to somehow right, right. feel like she's in your favor, but there's no reason for her to need to feel right. that way. Yeah. And she, you would have more respect for her had she just been honest. And then you could see her around and think there would be no confusion. None it wouldn't be blurry. You and you know what? Clear... Here's the thing is I've been rejected by girls and then I've become friends with them. But it takes a little bit, a couple months of like, right. hey, I'm going to get, like, you know, let me yes. f- save face a little bit and then make sure there's absolutely no attraction. But you can't just then force somebody into, or they are attracted and they could, I mean, there is a chance about that of like them being a little attracted still and they just don't know, maybe I'm wishful thinking. But part of me is just like, just fucking go, you know, like, oh, I, I've been trying to uh, get dinner with you for about a month, and I can't see my normal friends. You know what I mean? So why do I want right. to, like, just because I got rejected from someone, then I got to yes. be their friend, too? I don't get to see the friends I want to see. It's well, it's frustrating, you know? It so is. I, it is. You know, I, I just don't understand people. I really don't. I know. I'm in a place, like, yeah, I know. I know. I'm ready to move. I'm ready for a change. Tom, are you there, by the way? <laughs> I'm, I'm right here, Dan. Thank you. You're ready for a change. You want a I relationship so. I want, right now. No, I just, or I don't know. Don't. I don't know. You're going to Hawaii I soon. just want to be in my life. That's the main thing. I don't want to be, like, outside looking in. Yeah. That's I've, the most important thing for me is to, like. I feel like that, that's a gen, genuine uh, 
concern of uh, or anyone who's like remotely artistic, right? Yeah, I feel like there's a tendency to just kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I Maybe. feel like that too. Do you? Yeah. What is that? Do you think? Um, I think it's just being alive. You know, mm-hmm. of being like, you know, am I am I really doing what I need to do out here? Yeah. Um, like, I also feel like we live in a culture where, you know, I, I think it's like you genuinely want to make your life important, and and mm-hmm. and uh, and the and especially in America where there's like such an emphasis of being the best at something and like being a star and all this other right. shit, and you want to like think you're you want to think that your life is important and and matters, but I, I think sometimes that gets in the way of being happy, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Today I was thinking it's like, you know, when you're in a relationship, there's like a mirror constantly there, especially if you live with somebody. Yeah. Like if I check my email and I'm like, fucking A, and I'm by myself, it's fine if I'm, you know, like upset about something. I'm upset about it. The moment passes, I'll cry about something. I'll stop crying about it. Like I'm just kind of really familiar now with my own, or not familiar with, but I'm not, I don't have that awareness of like the way I'm behaving or what I'm going through yeah. in the same way as I did when I was in a relationship. Oh, I mean, like, I mean, you like, just become like a mammal. Even You're working not even... with people. Yeah. That's, even when I working at this job, because for the while I was just writing my own scripts. Mm-hmm. So nobody saw the fucking craziness of how I live my life. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's, um, I, I feel like that, that for, I, I, I think that, um, but I think a lot of it's for me, self made. Like, my therapist is probably the best part of my week right now. And he's it. like, you don't have any filter, but that doesn't mean that you let people get close to you. He's like, he's like, you talk about your problems and talk about all this other stuff, but that doesn't mean you want someone to actually become close. You know, in some ways, you use it as a defense mechanism. Cause, and he said, what like, is a defense? Defense mechanism. I'm like, how is things with the last girlfriend? And I was like, well, she was really loved me in the beginning, in the middle. And uh, he's like, what did you do? I was like, kind of, I shut down because of that. And like, and I was like, well, what about the two ones before that? I'm like, well, they were a little withholding. And he's like, well, what did you do? I'm like, why? Well, I, I like kind of suffocated them with emotion. Um, so, like, I feel like uh, I can't accept. Uh, I sometimes ha- can't accept life, you know. Or love or anger or any it gets hard for me to like right. let anything in because it's fucking scary. It is. Cause you can't like you can bitch about being like lonely all the time and like I'm on my outside looking in, but the reason that we do that is because once we're in the inside, it's not all good stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, there is an element detachment is almost like a survival mechanism for me. Detachment is. Yeah. To almost act like this is just a rehearsal for another thing. For another play that's yeah. eventually. Yeah. I had a, I mean, yesterday, which I took kind of off yesterday, and today I wanted to get some work done. But yesterday I took off, and in my whole head I'm like, oh, I hope I have enough time to hang out next weekend. And I'm like, well, you're supposed to be relaxing right now. You're going to a movie. But, like, because my head is always like. Right. It never ends, you know. Um, yeah. Or be like, it's not going to make a difference if I go and run that errand. It's going to make zero difference. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's tone for a minute. Uh, Tom, pick a note. Uh, Dan, pick a note. Uh, Can you feel the love tonight? (laughs) 
Have you ever met somebody? This is a, like I feel like you've had this before. Like they, I try to um, present themselves to somebody who's very esoteric and uh, very thoughtful and uh, and and someone who has a lot of pathos, but then they're actually just an idiot. Yeah. Never, Are you talking about me right no, now? No, I'm not. Oh. I'm not. But I feel like, like I know. Ever, no, because I was just thinking about like, like um, people who like in theater school for some reason, people like presenting themselves as like these like artsode yeah. type of people, you know, like. But then you're like, no, you're just you, you actually aren't a thoughtful person. And then they're person. like, Mom, mail me money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had there was a girl in my college who we heard yeah. her crying on the phone to her mom. She was like, she was kind of like that. She was like, Mom. I just want a long black military style peacoat. <laughs> Sobbing. Sobbing. Knee length. <laughs> that's, structured collar. That's going to be the thing that changes everything. <laughs> that's going to yeah. be what changes everything. Yeah. Ugh. yeah it's where do you want to go? Where do you want to go on a vacation? If you could go right now, oh, where would you go? Northeast right, in the autumn. Hmm. A long week of, uh, um, well, lately I've wanted to uh, have a drink a lot. See, so. even now, Dan, this table is kind of carpeted, and Dan is, like, petting it like it's a lamb <laughs> with both hands. Like, yeah. you're so involved in your environment. Are yeah. you a youngest child? Oldest. Interesting. Is your sister like that? I don't know. She's in Taiwan, but mm. no. She's, no, she's not. She's not. See, yeah, like if somebody. If, if I were like this, wouldn't you be aware, super aware of that? Yeah. If I was like this. But I do that all the time. And that's why I look at you. Yeah, I, I move a lot. Opposed to you know, aware, like somebody like Benji who doesn't move at all. No, Benji sits back. <laughs> we, have just... a, we have a place for you to stay, Dan, here in the Northeast. Yeah, maybe I'll go to Tom's. I think about like oh. drinking beer a lot. <laughs> that's just Me? No, oh, I you do. Think, you think about I've been alcohol. thinking about drinking beer a lot lately. Do you ever so. drink non-alcoholic beer? Yeah, that's a problem. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that like a no-no for... Well, that's like going to a strip club and being like, oh, okay, I won't want to fuck if I just go to the strip club enough and just watch girls grind right. on my... Because I won't be having sex with them. But eventually mm -hmm. you're like, I need to have sex because I have a hard cock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right. And that's the same thing with like non-alcoholic. I shouldn't say hard cock. That's right. like very aggressive. I didn't mean that way. But I like... Uh, with non-alcoholic beer, it's the same thing where I've drank. My I've delicate sensibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your boobs are on fire. Uh, <laughs> but I've had that with non-alcoholic beers where I, like, I'll have like 14 in a night. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Maybe I should try it again. Though. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just looking hmm. for a reason. But yeah. And but. now there are beers that like are autumn. It'll be like autumn beer. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. you'll just think, oh, that's Tom's kid. No. Who is it? Is it another kid? No, it's Pedrin's like... Dairy Bar calling out the numbers for orders. Oh, you've been to the dairy, dairy Bar? bar. Wow. Wait, is that the same place that you got the ice cream? Yes. Wait, so now what are you ordering? Um, uh, my son had fries and a uh, bacon grilled cheese. Well, so good. sweet. A, a little meal, you know? Yeah. Do you like being a dad? Sure. Mm. Yeah. Oh, what? that's a problem. That's not good. You sound, you sound like satisfied. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's you know, I, mm -hmm. they're not dead, so I've been doing okay. So, well, let's end on that. Uh, 
Let's uh, let's They're ask one more deep question. Uh, okay. I feel like we need to like. I feel like we've gone like this, kind of. I feel like we're deep sea diving a little bit. Yeah. And let's like touch the ocean floor, and then we'll just come up. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, what is it? What is it? What do we need to find? I don't know. You're the one who wants to go okay. on this deep sea, <laughs> fucking excavation. Okay. Now there's a lot of pressure um, on this question. There is. Tom, do you want to ask it? No. Okay. Do you want to ask? I, we're going to get the bends if I ask a question or go, go too far the other way. Um, He's going to ask it. Dan. Sorry. Okay. If you could pick one comedian dead that you would love to be able to perform with, who would that be? Hmm. I don't know. Are some... they dead while we're performing? Is there like <laughs> no? You could get in a time is there machine. Like a, uh, is okay. there like a mediocre road act who died in a fire? Because I want to look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> could I just get like some feature who died in a car accident? That's who I'd want to perform with. Uh. No, I got a better one. I got a better okay. one. Okay. Okay. Um. I like it. Well, Jesus. One goal. My... One goal for the next month. Ooh. Yeah, I, that's easy wow. for me. I'd like it to is? not eat, overeat. That would be great. And that's starting in April. That would wow. it would not overeat. That would be a great one for me. Hmm. I mean, I'm eating now like it's crazy. I got a salad in here though. I went to. Hmm. Maybe I want to become, I want to say yes to things that Shonda Rhimes asks me to do. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Tom, what about you? Uh, so by end of April, that's yeah. the time yeah. frame? That's the time frame. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I, I want to, uh, I, I want to, I, I got to get outside I got to like, I live in a beautiful place, but actually I have not been able to like get out and enjoy it as mm. much. Right. So it's just so weird. Like I'm always just looking at it through the windows. Tom the lives in Trenton, New Jersey. I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> so I really need to get out and like, uh, you know, get more invested in my environment. I think the theme of this episode is on the outside looking in. Mm. Oh, yes. Ooh. Man, do you imagine how much, uh, how much more, um, Moving this podcast becomes when Sean's not here. Have you noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> this is really, it really becomes, you know, a meaningful uh, mm -hmm. podcast as soon as Sean leaves. <laughs> I, <don't know>. I <laughs> agree. Um, Lizzie, this yes. will be out in a couple weeks. Tell us what's going on. So much is happening right now. Things are <laughs> happening all around us. Is there anything to promote? Um, what do I have coming up? I'm doing Neil Hamburger's show coming up. When is it? What, what Actually, is that's it? not until April. That's great. That's, that's April fine. April yeah. 24th. Come to the satellite and see me. Satellite. Yeah, great. I would love that. Great. And uh, Tom? Um, find me Find me on, on Twitter at TomDog. Would love to get some more followers. So mm. Thank you. 
Yeah, watch uh, Not Safe on Comedy Central. Also, um, I'm uh, my, my my road dates may be switching around a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys know. It'll be on my website. May have to switch some stuff the fall, uh, but we'll see what, what's going on. So, um, besides that... Lizzie, yeah. you've been scintillating. Thank you so oh much. Oh my gosh, the feeling is mutual. Scintillating? <laughs> that was a little sexual, Tom. Well, I, I'm a sexual human being. <laughs> What's end on that? Because <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our hosts performing live this week. Sean Donnelly is at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona all weekend. So go see him if you're in the Phoenix area. That includes Scottsdale, Mesa, Tempe, all those places. Go and see Sean Donnelly at the House of Comedy. Dan St. Germain is performing in and around Los Angeles including on March 31st at the Hollywood Improv Lab, which is a really cool space, and other locations in and around Los Angeles. For more specific show dates and times, go to danstgermain.net and check out his schedule. Please send us a note, either by Twitter at DumbFriendsCast, yes, follow us there, at DumbFriendsCast, or an email to my dumb friends podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you thanks for listening we'll be back next week for other cool comedy podcasts go to allthingscomedy.com yes we're a part of the all things comedy network we're one of many great comedy podcasts that's allthingscomedy.com our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. I know when I've been beat And I still haven't